The countdown starts. Four, three, two, one. This is Rachel, and welcome to the podcast version of Competition Countdown. The Songsmiths from the University of Leeds are on a mission to spread their love of acapella first throughout Leeds, Yorkshire, and next, the world. They draw influences from sounds old and new to bring you a myriad of mellifluous melodies to excite, move, and inspire. From a variety of diverse backgrounds and with a vast spectrum of interest, they are all united by an intense love of music, creating a timeless and unique sound, which took them to national finals of the Voice Festival multiple times, even winning outstanding overall performance in 2016. The ICCA experience is no less storied. This year, they managed to nab third place in the UK semis on March 9th. We are so, so thrilled to welcome George and Patrick from the Songsmiths to Competition Countdown. Hey, guys. How are you? Hello. And congratulations on such an awesome showing this year at ICCAs. Thank you so much. Of course. So let's start off with what drew you to compete in ICCAs this year? Well, we got to um, we got to the UK semifinals last year, but we felt like we didn't have a chance to really like give it our all on stage. So this year we just were really driven to go and win a trophy and we, we never won a trophy. We never won anything properly before. <laughs> and now we've come away with a trophy with like, it's a really big deal for us. Of course. And to make it not only a trophy, which is awesome, but to, to move on, right? Like that that opportunity to do it again and to give it yeah. sort of your all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's the thing. When we, when we were at quarterfinals, everyone had a wonderful time, but everyone was just so nervous. Then when we got mm. to do it again on like a completely different stage with a completely different audience, it was it was so rewarding. And I think the other thing is you're, you're with an audience who love a cappella as much as you do, yeah. and we don't necessarily get that every time we perform. So it was just such a privilege to be able to do that. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> so what did you guys, I mean, you mentioned sort of your your devotion, but I'm, I'm wondering, like, sort of what was, what did you do differently this year that you sort of did deliberately differently this year from last year? I think we just really focused on the judges' comments from last year, what they really didn't like, which was a lot of choreography and a lot of energy that we weren't bringing. And we yeah. just really stressed that we had so many workshops with the group on how to make our energy, like comparing it to some of the best groups in the UK and saying how that sort of energy and making our choreography I guess more like the groups we aspire to be like and in terms of your um in terms of your set what was the process like for you this year for choosing the songs that you wanted to sing well um we me and Patrick aren't the most musical people in the society but our rare ranger Charlie did a brilliant job of picking four different songs that you wouldn't think would go together but she just she made a narrative and a story that really really worked and I always remember Charlie saying um some of the songs that she picked were she she knew she wanted to do them like Beyonce End of Time she knew you want, she knew she wanted to do that she's really excited to do that but then um Billie Eilish which was her third song we did at When the Party's Over that she that just came to her she just heard it once and she was like we have to do this it would really suit being a cappella and that really excited her so it's, it's cool that's awesome is it difficult for you to, I mean, sort of in the, in the breath of, uh, breath, not, not breath, but in, in, the, in the depth or, or, or sort of wideness of song choices, how do you pick things that you feel like are representative of the group and sort of what the, the message you want to send? I think that's, that's really difficult because I can't really get into the head of Charlie and she's completely <laughs> the brains behind our ICCA set this year, but she knows the group really well. She knows our voices so well. And she also knows like our strengths and what stories we can tell with the emotions in our voice and stuff. So I think she really nailed it this year. And I think what made our group so special this year is we had a mixture of people 
keeping the acapella, people that have come back from years abroad and years in industries who've been in the songs before, been in the our other group at Cosmos before. Um, so we, we had people learning from everyone else in the group. We had MDs being in charge, but then also people within the group knowing what, what she wanted and like conveying that as well. So that was that was what really, really worked for us this year, I think. Very cool. What about um, sort of your experience on stage? How did it feel for you when you stepped off the stage after putting all, you know, all that hard work and all your efforts out there? It really is the best feeling in the world, especially mm. the, um, the UK semi-final stage is the new Wimbledon Theatre in London, which is 1,600 plus people. They completely sold out the show. Wow. So that for us was, we, we do a lot of gigs in Leeds, but nowhere near the size of 1,600 people. And 1,600 people all love a cappella. So coming off that stage, we knew this, this year that we delivered a performance that, that we were proud of. And we thought maybe we'd place, but we were happy if we hadn't placed because yeah. we, we left everything on that stage. We were so happy. Everyone was, when we got back to our dressing room after we finished on Saturday, like everyone was celebrating like we had won because like we had sort of won. Like we were just so pleased with each other. Yeah. And we've got loads of videos of everyone like crying and laughing. And it was just, oh, it was brilliant. It was lovely. That's so awesome. <laughs> what, what do you feel like you learned this year and that you might use for subsequent years? I think we learned definitely that the standard of UK acapella has increased exponentially year on year. I remember I've been doing acapella four years and there used to be the big groups in the UK, but now the groups that used to not even compete are delivering performances that are so much better than they used to be in every competition. We, we thought that if we hadn't come third, it could have been any of the rest of the groups could have placed third. It was so strong. Yeah. Does that, does that, up your game? I mean, does that make you feel like you need to think harder or differently about your set and how you want to compete? I think it's, I think it only lifts us. Like I I really didn't feel that there was any animosity at the weekend. Mm -hmm. I really felt like everyone was respectful that people had different influences. Everyone wanted to watch each other. Everyone wanted to hear each other because we, um, at Leeds, we started uh, the showcase of Northern Acapella. So we've invited like lots of other groups to come and sing with us and we've actually made loads of friends from doing that so I think that's something we want to keep doing and something like I think it's the making friends that we want to do I think yeah, yeah. And it's um, more about instead of um we are challenged by these groups that are getting better and better every year but we're, I'm just more so proud of the groups that we've seen rise up through the years that's that's so great so you sort of alluded to um the fact that uh not everybody attends college forever and that at some point you you'll graduate and move on is acapella something that you think you'll look to do more in the future oh i don't know well i'm i'm a bit of a different story because i've been here for four years and i'm here for another two years after this so i'm not sure i'll ever leave acapella um this is my, this is my last year and it's I, I, it makes me really sad when i have to think about it's my last year but i've told everyone i'll come back and do workshops even if they don't want them i'll come back <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that sort of begs the question of alumni and what is your alumni network like? Do you have people who have moved on and, and come back and offer their insights and help to the group? Yeah, we do have. Um, we've only recently started an alumni page so we can reach out to our alumni. But um, we have a lot of our um, previous Songstress members graduated, moved to London and started their own semi-professional group called Collaborate, who do some really, really good arrangements um, so it's really cool seeing our ex-members doing like something, something that they're proud of outside of the Songsmiths, which is really good. Very neat. 
What about, I mean, I know that um, obviously ICCAs is not the only thing that you guys do. In fact, uh, I saw something about Edinburgh Fringe. That was exciting. (laughs) Can you talk a little bit about your foray into Fringe? Okay, right. So this is this is our first year going to Fringe. The society's never been before. The group's never been before. Um, Le- other societies in Leeds do go. So we've been talking to lots of people about that. At the moment, we're in the we're in the field of fundraising. We've raised uh, how much have we raised sixteen hundred sixteen hundred pounds in the last two days. Wow. Um, which is we're so, we're overwhelmed. Like it's ridiculous how good. Like so we've got um a twenty five day campaign going on where we're going to be doing sponsored cycles, bake sales, a twenty four hour acapellathon. Like there's there's all sorts that we're doing. We're going to wear ourselves out, but then we're going to have an amazing time at Fringe. We're really really excited yeah. to go. Well, and if any of our listeners would like to support you in that, would you care to share how they might do so? Well, the best way to support us is probably to search The Songsmiths on Facebook and we've probably spam about 20 posts a day with our fundraising links. So <laughs> it's please, easy to find. Please help us get to Edinburgh. It means a lot to us. What are you most excited about for the festival? I think I'm personally most excited about seeing the other group's performances because we see a lot of other groups in competitions and that's obviously quite a tense environment, but it'd be amazing seeing a set that the groups at Edinburgh have been able to perfect over a whole year and deliver like in front of thousands in Edinburgh would be really, really good to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I, I can't even imagine. H- have you ever been sort of personally to fringe outside of the group? Have you participated? We've, we've both, no, we've both been as audience members, but neither of us have ever been to perform. Um, so that's really exciting as well. Cause like obviously we've seen it from an audience perspective and we like, it's the most amazing atmosphere ever. It's in, it's so good. Um, so to be there as a performer and to be the person that's handing out the flyers, I think it's going to be amazing. Yeah, I, I went up last year and I got to see the Bristol Suspensions at Edinburgh Fringe and just watching their set made me think, wow, we really need to take a show up to Fringe. They're having so much fun on stage. That should be us. We can be up there too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so we booked the same venue as them. <laughs> <laughs> so in terms of the Songsmiths at Leeds, what is the reception of the group? How do people perceive you? Do you get a lot of sort of notoriety for what you do? I feel like that's possibly where UK acapella differs to US acapella is that we we do a lot of performances and people know us when we perform and people get excited when they see us performing. We get asked to do a lot of a lot of other groups fundraisers for like um, dance shows and stuff. We get asked by our university to perform at a lot of functions. But Apart from the fact we're always wearing Songsmith's branded clothes, we're not that noticed on campus yet. Hopefully we can get more and more notes on campus. Are there, are there, is that something you want to do? Are there ways that you can think of that you can help sort of quicken that process? Um, I think it's just making your, your name known and like making it, I, th- I think we've, we've really pushed this year of making it a bit like, what people are aware of the fact that we are available to hire I think a lot of people are like oh that's nice I've seen a video of them or like I saw them at that thing but then we're like no please do approach us and like see what you what, what you want to do because I think it it does make an event special having acapella singing because it is so it's such it's such a niche thing we're the, we're the only group at the uni that does it so yeah what is acapella like in sort of the greater area so you know if you're the only folks at your university who do it do you have opportunities to reach out to groups in other universities who well there was a, yeah no we, we definitely do talk amongst other universities and we are going over to Sheffield in May and we're going to perform at um, Steelworks's 
summer showcase. Yeah, we're really them. excited about that. Yeah, no, I think it, especially this year, we've definitely heard more from people. And now a lot of people across the country are talking about when their Edinburgh show is. And we're, we're talking to people from Birmingham and Nottingham and all sorts about when their shows are. Mm. They can come and see our shows. We'll go and see their shows. So... I think it's definitely becoming more and more of a community, whereas it wasn't before. Yeah, there's always been a big community in the south around London. A lot of those groups perform together a lot of the time. But in the north, there's not really been anything like that ever. So this year, we've really made the effort to reach out to the northern groups because they are doing so well. We're really proud of them all. That's Mm. awesome. So do you guys think that recording is something that's in your future? Is that something you guys are interested in? I think we'd love to do it eventually, but we didn't realise until this year how much going to Edinburgh costs. It's thousands and thousands of pounds, and recording is also thousands and thousands of pounds. And I feel bad begging my parents for money twice. <laughs> to reach out to their distant, rich relatives and ask for money so we can go to Edinburgh. <laughs> we'd, love to, we'd love to record our ICCA set as like um, a music video and have like semi-professional recording. There's lots of music students at Leeds who I'm sure we can pay a little bit of money to to record us. So. Mm-hmm. We'd love to do that by then, yeah. That's awesome. Do you find that um, that the other students have the ability to yeah. offer their services and help to you? Like, you know, other, uh, as you mentioned, sort of the the sort of video students or students who do that. Are there are there music students who who have an opportunity that are in the group that can do arranging or? Yeah. No, definitely. It's been so collaborative this year. Like we've had uh, music students that have come in and like done some recording for us. We've had other students. Uh, uh, our choreographer Grace has come in and choreographed a couple of our dances for us, which has been incredibly helpful because we are utterly. Clean. None of us can dance. <laughs> no, one of us. Can dance. Sorry, yeah. most of us can't dance. We'll get really annoyed. Leandro can Leandro dance. Can dance. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Leandro. Um, <laughs> But I mean, you find that's that's quite common, right? Most of people don't. Most people who who are part of singing in general, like the 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 dancing, tends to be secondary. Oh no, hundred percent. My brother came to the ICCAs at the weekend, and he said, oh, "I liked it, but your choreography it was very basic." And I was like, "Henry, we have to sing and dance." Right. <laughs> so I've asked this question. I've asked this question before, so I'll ask it to you. Uh, to you all, do you, do you have to? to up your cardio in order to be prepared to do the dancing and the singing part? I mean, personally, this year, I have, and I didn't think I ever would. I stopped doing my horizontal running, and I did my vertical running. Yeah, it's been a case of, over the year, you notice after some really intense choreo rehearsals, you just feel exhausted. And by the end of the year, you feel a little less exhausted. You're like, wow, this must be what exercise feels like. That's awesome. So what are some ways that you guys like to um, sort of bond with each other? What are ways that you enforce the relationships that help promote the closeness that you feel on stage singing? One thing we do, which is something we've done, I think, for five years now, is we hold like um, a weekend away trip. And this is something we do when the new people in the group have been there for about a month and we go to one of England's nice hilly areas, uh, find like a, a cottage for 16 people. It's very idyllic. We cook for each other. There's a lot of singing. There's, it's just like, a, it's really, adorable. it's the nicest group experience you could have. Aww. Everyone takes a lot of pictures. We play board games and do jigsaw puzzles. It's like, it's, it's so awesome. It's twee. Yeah, and by the yeah, end of that, then... all the new group members are pretty much integrated in terms of like friendship groups within mm-hmm. the group. Yeah, oh, definitely. The other one, karaoke. You can't, you can't stop us from doing karaoke yeah. nonstop. I love it. <laughs> we do 
so, so much karaoke. <laughs> okay, so what's your go-to karaoke? What's your go-to song? Oh, oh I'd say an ABBA. I'd always go for an ABBA. I've done a Dancing Queen. I've done a, a Mamma Mia. What's your go-to? We did, as a group, the whole group did <laughs> um, Chandelier by Sia, <laughs> with, with the exception that everyone had to do it in their highest voice, and that was <laughs> really painful, but we loved doing it. <laughs> I mean, both painful orally and vocally, I'm sure. (laughs) George and Patrick, thank you guys so much for taking some time to speak with us. We really appreciate it. Thank Thank you you so much for having us. Of course. That was, again, George and Patrick from the Songsmiths from University of Leeds. Congratulations on an awesome year at ICCAs. Thanks so much. Thank you. And now we'll be hearing the Songsmiths do Be the One by Dua Lipa from their ICCA set. Here it is. Hold up, hold up past me. We don't have a license to air music on this podcast. So if you want to hear this interview in its entirety, including all the amazing music that's involved, please go to our website, akaville.org, and subscribe. Now back to your regularly scheduled interview. That's it for this episode of Competition Countdown. Special thanks to Sam Baker for editing work. And tune in again next time for all your favorite in acapella competition news. The count goes on, four, three, two, 